Welcome to the Skillshop Pincast, episode 44, right? Is it 44? I'm pretty sure it's 44 because the last one I had was saved as episode 43. 43. And we talked about on the last one about how we're about to lap Skillshot zine. We're so close. Mm -hmm. It's basically happening, well, I guess this is the episode where we're on their heels. Yeah. At the release of 46. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. And then yeah, that's coming out. What we have our pace up. Well, as we record this moment, it's you know time rift here. But in what four days time, we're putting pasting together a new issue. Yeah, something like that. So in another less than week, a week and a half, yeah. we'll have it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this will be dropping <clears throat> around the same time that we're folding. I guess. Yes. That's that's what's gonna happen. So if you're listening to this, come to the something. We're not sure where we're having it this yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> look at our Facebook page exactly. and figure out where we're hosting our folding party. Perfect. <laughs> it might be Ozzy's. It might be Blue Lookout. It might be Gordon's living room. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Because so our, our last haunt, the Iron Bull, is under a remodeling. Mm-hmm. And we enjoyed being at the Iron Bull, but yeah. Um, I hope they get up and running again soon because that's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, 45. 45. Welcome to episode 45, Kayla. Or is it 44? No, I'm sorry. It's episode <laughs> gotcha. 44. How'd you do that? <laughs> I'm so easily tricked. <laughs> well, we can talk about it whenever you want to, but Graham is at a disadvantage here. Hmm. <clears throat> He's got an injury. Oh, we can talk about this straight off the bat. Why not? Yes, it's a new year, episode 44. This is the first one we're recording of the new year, second one we're releasing <clears throat> of the new year. Um, and yeah... Uh, what Kayla is referring to, alluding to, is that 40 minutes into the new year, I broke my ankle. God damn it. I know. I had a lousy start to last year, and somehow, like, I was trying to top it. (laughs) No. Topple it? Yeah, (laughs) topple it. Um, Oh, boy. Yep, so anyway, I've got a... I've got my my uh, left leg propped up on a pillow and a little table next to me on the desk here, uh, blue cast. Uh, my middle toe or two look crazy right now, and mm-hmm. I'm only moderately freaking out about it. Gonna go back into the. You'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. It, it's actually it feels better than it did <clears throat> earlier today. But point is, my ankle broke. I got six screws and a pin. Or oh, s- sorry, six screws and a plate in there. Yeah. I haven't played pinball once since... Because uh, all the pins are in your ankle. That's true. Where <laughs> else am I going to find them? Um, oh, jeez. Yeah. So it's been like two weeks. You know what? I think this might have been the longest I've gone in like nine years. Oh, not wow. playing pinball. It's starting a year. I mean, Two weeks now. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, at some point I would have found myself at a bar. Mm-hmm. It's just naturally going to happen. Yeah. Sometimes I was even living with a pinball machine. Mm-hmm. When was the last time you played pinball, Kayla? Oh, gosh. Let's see. Today is Tuesday. I did not play yesterday, but I did play on Saturday. Okay. There we go. Three days. Yeah, three days. I did not play on Sunday. But you've played uh, more than once this year. Many yeah. times. Oh, you yeah. You were down in LA. We're going to talk yeah, yeah. about that shortly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I walk by a pinball machine every day mm-hmm. to get you, in and out of my front door. That's right. You wake <laughs> up, you walk by a pinball machine. <laughs> I should play that a lot more than i do i know um, the same thing happened when i had yeah i'm like i'm gonna play it every day and then i'm like oh i'm getting a little sick of dracula <laughs> yeah it happens like you really got to get excited about the same game over and over mm-hmm. again no matter how good of a game it is that can be hard sometimes yeah um you know what that would be a fun thing for people to write into us about too um what game are you neglecting at home mm-hmm. yeah might be all and of why? them why yeah. why are you neglecting it mm-hmm. so for me sometimes it's just like i've had some really great games and i don't see myself improving after those games mm-hmm or even, like, I'll kind of reset back to, the, like, that plateau of D 
decent and like replayability Mm -hmm. but i'm not hitting the high scores again anymore and i'm like oh yeah it doesn't feel it's just just not the same you're not hitting the same high yeah um there must be a flip side to that too sometimes where you think like i know this game well i don't have enough time to just do a one-off on this like this could get out of control and i'll feel dumb if i have to leave the game and Mm -hmm. I did that um, when, so I went to Indisc on Saturday uh, in Everdrinks in in Southern California and there's a Wheel of Fortune in their tournament bank. So I also, I I warmed up on the Wheel of Fortune that was in the practice bank Mm -hmm. and that one had the glitch going on it where uh, you can hit, not even touch your flippers and it's just racking up points over and over and over again. And so I left it with four extra balls and 290 million points on the play field after playing four or three balls. I was like, well, okay, I've got a good feel of this Wheel of Fortune, but there's something that happens in the software where um, it just starts adding ramp hits over and over again. And once you hit Hmm. a certain amount of ramp hits, then your extra ball is available to collect at the scoop. And you can, I don't know if there's a cap on extra balls. Like, you can get so many of them. Hmm. (laughs) So they're just always there, and your ball will last forever. And you're constantly racking up points, so that was funny to watch. I was like, I'm just going to leave this behind and someone else is going to have fun yeah, with it. Yeah, reap the benefits. Put in mm-hmm. some initials. Yeah. Hmm. I've never, I, I haven't played Wheel of Fortune that much. I've certainly never seen that glitch. That's a pretty oh. common glitch? I f- well, I don't know how common it is, but it definitely happened at the one at Jules May because there's mm. one down there now. And I feel like on Tilt Forums I had asked because um, Keith Johnson was a programmer on there. He actually mm. has a bobblehead on the on one of the contestants oh, yeah. there, which is fun. That's awesome. Um, so I asked him on tilt forums, like, what's the deal with this? And I, he gave an answer, which I can't repeat right now cause I forgot, <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was satisfying. If you feel like you need to satiate that, that want it's on tilt forum somewhere, <laughs> probably WF bug. You can search it. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. Well, yeah. So you, uh, Tell, tell us a little bit more about oh, you your in-disc hear about time. In-disc? Yeah, let's, just, let's just jump you right a, into it. You we'll want an in-discussion? Anything else? Have an in-discussion. <laughs> I was indecisive about going, mm. but uh, someone made that joke on my Facebook page, and I was like, oh, that's it. I'm going. Um, but yeah, my friend's Todd that I stayed with, Todd Taylor from Razor Cake Magazine, and his awesome new lady friend, Jennifer Frederico, they both enjoy pinball and enjoy road trips, so... We didn't get too, like, sleep-deprived or hungover the night before when we had my my and several other Razor Cake contributors' birthday party at headquarters the night before with an excellent Trump pinata. Hmm. So we got up around, we probably left at, like, 10.30 in the morning, like, had a nice breakfast. And banning is about, with traffic, is about two hours. And without traffic, we got there in about an hour 10, or no, sorry, hour 30 or so. Hmm. Not too bad. It was a beautiful day. It was like 70 degrees in January. It was fantastic. Now, where exactly <clears throat> was this located? It was In Banning, California, the Banning Pinball Museum. They don't know where Banning is. So it's about an hour and 10, hour and 20 minutes east of Ban- of LA. Okay, so it's, um, okay. If you hit no traffic, you can get there in hour 20. Okay, so it's like just east of Riverside or something like that, or even yeah. further? Yeah. Yeah, you take the the 10 east, and it's basically right there. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Thank <laughs> no you problem. Indulging me. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and there's a whole lot of nothing out there. Like, we passed it twice, I mean, once or twice, and there's no signs for the Banning Pinball, Pinball Museum. Hmm. And from what I understand, it's only open twice a year, once for Arcade Expo and 
one's for something else and they usually go tangentially together you know they run tangentially but at this like they had some um refurbishing or like repairs that they had to do to the museum which pushed the arcade expo back to march i believe hmm. so this was just in disc and they were nice enough to let them host it there but you go in and it's it's acres of pinball machines it's ridiculous like I want to. I think on the website it said some, somewhere around eight hundred pinball machines. Wow. Yeah. That's and, insane. Uh huh. It's That's nuts. So <laughs> I can show it's you like, pictures after this if you want. <laughs> I kind of would like to see that. Yeah. And I'm, I'm th- trying to quantify that. It's like, yeah. Think about the most pinball machines you've ever seen. And then more than three times it. that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, um, and it's just this, you know, nondescript warehouse in the middle of nowhere with like <sighs> a weird airport next door. That's hmm. clearly not an international airport. But, um, yeah, it was. And I guess the guy made his money off of a costume business that he owns. Hmm. So he has another wa- warehouse like that size. Just that's full of next, costumes? Just full of costumes. <laughs> and, like, I kind of want those things to go together. Right? Yeah. Everybody just goes to the, the costume warehouse yeah. and then heads over to the pinball Yeah, exactly. Warehouse. Like, that sounds like a great party. Oh, my gosh. Like, how much would that cost? Let's get everyone involved and let's split it. I'm in. Yeah. And... I mean, if if it's either buy the costume or pay for a dry cleaning cleaning bill, I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. We can do that. But yeah, I guess they're all organized by like princess costumes, prince, co- you know, superheroes, whatever you want. Like I can't even imagine what kind of costumes are in there. Um, so we were a, a lot of the machines were turned off because of this reason. So there's about a hundred games in practice, and there were twelve machines in the main tur- or the modern tournament, mm. and then seven in the classics tournament. And it's my least favorite format. It's the, like, herb-style pump-and-dump. Like, you pay X amount of money, and you get X amount of tries on this machine. If you have the highest score out of everyone involved, you get 100 points, and then it goes to 95, 94, 93, 92, and, like, so forth down. And then your top five entries, um, they, they take your whole, like, you know ticket of how many games you played and the top five scores that you have on there they'll accumulate and you'll have a base score and then they rank you by those scores so i ended Mm. up with like 300 points so i think like my best i know my best game was on lost in space which i'd never played before and ended up getting a third place high score on it which really helped i was like oh this is a good feeling like i feel like i probably got some good points out of this Mm. but the problem with that is that you end up chasing scores and it's two days of qualifying, so if you're, which probably mo- all the people that are going to this are staying in Palm Springs or nearby or something, which Palm Springs is only like a 45-minute drive or less from there. Sure. Um, then, and you have deep pockets, then you can continue to throw money at this and say, oh, well, that game that I had the first time I played was just a bad game. I'm just going to go play again. I'll get a better score, and that warrant me more points. And then the person that was, like, just above you in the ranking, like, you go and get a better score, and they're like, oh, I have to go chase that score now because I've been knocked down in points. Because basically if you hop someone else's main pinball score on the machine – they're awarded a higher base value hmm. and which means that your base value goes down and maybe that knocks your performance off of your five game ticket. So then you have to go and look at your weakest game or whatever game you can improve on the most. And then, I mean, the, the entries were like really affordable, which I appro- appre- appreciated. Uh, I think it was like seven entries for 20 bucks. So yeah, that's not, not bad. bad. Um, and then with entry, which is like $20 to enter the banding pinball museum. And then you play, all you can play 
Um, so you got three entries at at that twenty dollars, and anyone out of state got an additional two entries. Hmm. And then my friends That's cool. that I went with didn't want to play the tournament, so they like Cardangelo. I asked him; he's very sweet. He allowed um, my friends to transfer their unused entries to me because they weren't gonna do the tournament. I was like, you can just play three games if you want to. They're like, no, we'd rather do this where it's free and not on LCD screen where everyone can watch us playing. It's like, fine by me. But they had, you know, an Orbiter 1, a Hercules. Um, they had a huge row of wedge heads that were all turned off. Hmm. Um, just so many games. Like, Title Fight is a cool one that I hadn't seen besides the Northwest show. <clears throat> um, they had a Batman 66 right when you walked in the door. Mm. So I played a lot of that. Super fun. Yeah? You liked it? I liked it. Yeah, it's good. real colorful. Yeah, I, hopefully we'll, we will get a chance soon. I yeah. think there's some people that bought that here. No, it's not, yeah, I've heard rumblings, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell me, I, I'd like to hear more about Batman 66 if you don't mind. Sure. Um, when it first came out, I was like, oh, this is totally the Dark Knight, just a lot brighter and 60s Sure, yeah. I mean, it's the actual, it's the same playfield design. Yeah. But then... So, like, where the Joker gets revealed on Dark Knight, when uh-huh. we hit that enough times, and he's like, hi, I'm here. Is it uh, Caesar, what, what's his face from... It's not Caesar. Yeah, I know who you're talking about, the original Joker. Joker, yeah, from the TV show. No, it's not him. So, it's a telephone that's there, and it's kind of oh. like whodunit, and you can hit that a bunch of times, and it turns red, and you can, like, answer it, whatever. Ooh, so, it cycles through the other villains more. Yeah. Which is fun. That was one of the best cool. parts about the old... Batman and then TV it spins show. again, and there's a TV that says Villain Vision. Hmm. And I can't remember if the TV screen lights up. I don't think it does. Maybe it does. But there's, and then there's a, a third part that like spins too. So it's like a little like lazy Susan of fun. Yeah. Hmm. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Um, the artwork looks incredible, even though it's just real basic, like cut and paste 60s um, Batman pop art kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It just looks awesome. It's well integrated, and it doesn't, it's not. I don't appreciate in the way that I dr- appreciate like a hand-drawn Metallica game or the new Aerosmith that's coming out, which I don't, don't care for the band, but it looks cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it just the color choices on that game are really good, and the LCD screen that they have there is massive. Like it's not Jersey Jack size, but it's probably twice the size of a regular DMD that you're going to see in a game. Nice, and it's really what like crisp and clear, and the sound package is nice. Um, like the whole game just looks cool and I enjoyed playing it. I talked to Bob Matthews about it a little bit and he said it's all about combos. Mm. Like if you just alternate the left and right ramps over and over again and you can get it up to like 15 times the combo. He said you can like your combo bonus will be higher than your you can double your score that way. Mm. And I was I was hitting things at around 30 or 40 million, which like I don't think is a very good score. Because um, the person I was watching play before me had like 300 or so. Nice. But I'm sure he just like comboed ramps and got through some modes. But yeah, I enjoyed playing it. I, I will definitely play it again. I really enjoyed playing it for free. <laughs> but uh, if I have, if I have to pay 75 cents or a dollar, I'll play it a couple times. Um, it has some cool shots in it, and uh, the crane does come come out just like in the. In the Dark Knight one, but the penguins operating it, and I like penguins, so it's pretty mm-hmm, cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. Awesome. Uh, and so, just like not even thirty feet from where that was, I introduced Gene X Wong to Todd Taylor because they uh, both worked on my One Punk's Guide to Pinball last year, but they had mm-hmm. never met in person because Gene lives in San Francisco and Todd lives in LA. 
And um, so I introduced the two of them and he was saying, oh, did you guys see the adult room? I was like, the what? Mm. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. No, I did not. <laughs> He's like, oh, here, come check it out. And you go behind this curtain, this red curtain that if I had I not, I didn't know it was there. There's no reason for anyone to go in behind that curtain because it looks extra not for you. <laughs> like, mm. like, no, you're not supposed to be there. Um, and there is a Sopranos with the um, explicit language card in it. Oh, yeah. Um, there's a sexy girl with risky artwork. Uh, a roller derby game. I can't remember what it was called. Roller disco, I think it was. Which that was like, what's this doing here? It's not that bad. And then a Big Bang bar, which I had never seen in person before. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. I have not like, either. Oh, my gosh. What is this doing here? This is so cool. So that was in the adult room because, hi, I'm extra rare. Don't play me and be nice to me if you do. Mm-hmm. Um, and th- the whole room was like beaded curtains and glow-in-the-dark stars and black lit and it looked cool i'm sure uh, when the games were on it looked extra cool because there's this neon there's this, like a fluorescent neon tube in big bang bar that really popped out when you were in there and saw it in person but gene thank you so much for trying so hard to get power to that game because i wanted to play it mm-hmm. <laughs> um we were, we were pretty sure that they just had the circuit breaker that went that distributed power to that room turned off oh, I see. to like conserve power and they just only supplied power to the games that they want they agreed on having within the tournament so we tried routing it to like several different outlets and it did not turn on so i have still i'm still on my bucket list now i've touched one i just haven't played it it's pretty close you could probably go back there when it's uh, less intense sometimes true yeah maybe next year when it's in disc and arcade expo maybe i'll go and do that there we go we'll see but yeah, I didn't play. I didn't place overall very well. Uh, shout out to Chris Chin for letting me borrow twenty dollars to get more entries. <laughs> so I only spent a total of forty. But there's no ATM on premise, and I was a little bit um, kind of just surprised that there's no setup for uh, Indisc or NeverDrain software to accept PayPal or credit cards or anything because mm. I didn't come prepared. That's my fault. I get that. But you're on the middle of banning California. And there's jack all to do out there besides go to the pinball museum sure um i don't know where the next atm is maybe i'm not carrying a lot of cash or maybe i found out that i need more cash than i brought it'd be nice if there was an option to either do electronic pay or have an atm on premises absolutely embrace the opportunity for people to give you more money yeah because i would have but (laughs) only another 20 dollars, (laughs) maybe still i couldn't make it for finals anyway so whatever um yeah, a lot of Seattle presence there. I think so. Carl D'Angelo won, so congratulations to him. That's good. But um, yeah, actually, so my flight got delayed on the way out there. Yeah, it was kind of a I nightmare. Yeah, I I showed up an hour early, and I was like, "What? Why?" And I you know took two shuttles out to the um, terminal, and then all of a sudden my gates or my my flight is just straight up canceled. Hmm. And then they put me on one 12 hours later the next morning at 9 a.m. Oh, wow. And I get there and I was like, okay, like looking through Facebook, boring, boring. And then Kevin's like, oh, I'm at SeaTac, going to be in LAX in three hours. And I was like, oh, we're, we're on different airlines, but we're uh, arriving at LAX around the same time you want to hang out. And then I look at, to double check my flight because I'm like, it should be boarding in like 10 minutes and there's no one at the gate. Oh, delayed three hours. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I was like, oh, Kevin, you want to hang out now? <laughs> <laughs> So I went over to his gate and uh, chatted with him for about an hour. That's nice. 
and then ran into another friend on my flight. So mm. all in all, not too bad. That sounds delightful. And you also, uh, you saw a friend of the show, Paul, down there I in did. LA. I did, yeah. Paul Dreyer and I, uh, he was so great. Um, he <laughs> took me to the worst possible place to play pinball, which is Santa Monica Pier. Uh, <laughs> sorry to anyone that's ever been there. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> um, they have a pin bot that I think, I'm pretty sure it costs a dollar. Uh, everything Oof. there costs a dollar. Um the, the only thing that we enjoyed playing was The Walking Dead because it hadn't been there long enough to be totally... Beat the shit. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, the jackpot that's there is like... It should be just called Blackbot because the, the whole play field is just like mm. cruddy and just black and dirty and the, you can't see the artwork anymore because no one's cleaned the fucking thing. Mm. Like Everett probably. Uh, the T2, the flippers were parallel. <laughs> like there was just like... <laughs> there's no up and down motion with the flippers because they were set so high weird <laughs> that like unless you go outside go out the outline you're not draining that ball you're gonna be fine um and then everything there was just like if you looked at the floor there's so many huge chips in the ground oh, from sliding yeah, yeah sliding the machine and so much wear on the lockdown mm-hmm. bar um and also on t2 and he's like shoot here and here um, none of the GI works, so I don't know where you want me to shoot because mm. nothing is lighting up. <laughs> so Yikes. thank you for Paul for, um, you know, allowing me to play pinball and showing me how good we have it here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and then we also, um, at Bowen's request played a air hockey Pac-Man game. Have you ever heard or seen this? Oh no. I'm going to spoil it for a lot of folks. Um, so sorry, but Bowen played it with Paul and didn't give him any, precursor on how it worked and paul did the same at bones request so mm. it's just regular air hockey whatever you hit goals and there's there's two paddles so i used both paddles okay and paul filmed me with one hand and used the other paddle because bowen wanted to see my reaction um so you're playing with just a huge puck goal 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 whatever i'm not good at this great and then after the first round probably like 20 or 30 of these just brightly colored mini pucks come out oh, and it's like yes. multi-ball of like air oh, hockey man. and it's so cool oh man that <laughs> I was sounds like, like what fun. the hell is happening <laughs> i would be all about that yeah that was a lot of fun so if you ever see an air hockey pac-man machine go play it is that play an it. older game or a... it looks pretty old Interesting. um i don't know hmm. i like it can't be older than 90s like mid 90s i can't imagine Okay. But you know what? You piqued my curiosity. Everything at the Santa Monica up here arcade looked old. Fair enough. Everything looked like it has been vomited on, like for sure. <laughs> like someone ate too much cotton candy and got their grubby hands and like got sick and probably got pooped gross. on by a seagull. Like the whole thing's gross. Gross, Kayla. <laughs> Sorry. Gross. <laughs> yeah. So go for the, the beach view and the Ferris wheel, but not the arcade. Pac-Man Smash, I found it. Okay. I don't think it's that old. I think it probably came out around the same time that that Super Pac-Man 4-player really? thing came out. Yeah. Okay, it's, it looked it old because it was dirty as fuck. Yeah, well. <laughs> this poor, poor... Those people uh, don't give a shit. They don't own those games. They, they're they paying people minimum wage to, like, you know, throw away popcorn cups. I could buy one from the pinball company for just under $18,000. Holy shit. No That problem. is a lot of money. Let me just take all of my savings and all of my checkings and then beg people for thousands and thousands of dollars more. <laughs> and you'll have one thing and nowhere to live. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But gosh darn it, I'll have that thing. Oh, man. Oh, my. Oh, my. 
Well, okay, if you see it, play it. It's cool. Yeah, no, I, I'm going to I'm gonna keep my eye out for it. It looks cool. Don't buy one. I will not buy one. <laughs> I have other. I have my money going to other things right now, like medical bills. Yeah. Back to this busted ankle. <laughs> right. I haven't even played pinball yet this year. So we also, um, we reached out on Facebook to mm-hmm. ask people to uh, tell us about their pinjuries as well. And, and, you know, we just have stories and we know things. So we're going to, we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about bum appendages and whatnot. <laughs> um, just all the possible, we've alluded to this in the past too. Yeah. And it's been, in, it's been alluded to in skill shot, but you know, it's a conversation that should happen. Like we, mm-hmm. we break down. We are not perfect. <laughs> no, no, not by a long shot. No. And, you know, like, you don't explicitly use your feet or your legs in pinball. So you should like, stand on them. Exactly. And, like, there's a lot of standing going on. I could I could be one of those people, like, I could be, like, a child with a stool. Yeah. There's or the that. knee scooter. When you get the knee scooter, you can play. That's a good point. The knee scooter <laughs> might actually up my game. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of hoping that that's what happens. <laughs> there's going to be a newfound stability and smooth, like, lateral yeah, yeah. smoothness to my game. Oh, and you'll have like first choice of any game. Like, oh no, I'm sir after you. Please. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I'll get to sidle up into the handicapped pinball mm-hmm. machine spot. <laughs> it's gonna be perfect. Which, um, to be fair, I have played pinball with um, people in wheelchairs, and like they are n- having a rough time for sure. So I feel for them. Oh yeah, in more ways than just not being able to play pinball. for real. Like you were just like a couple inches probably- above, like. Yeah, it's it's. You're like at li- eye level with the ball. Yeah, it's some people like to get a good view down there, but you're still above where most people would be sitting down. So and you have the option to the... go higher. Exactly, exactly. You mm-hmm. you always have that option to go higher, which you need sometimes. Yeah. Anyway, and then there's the opposite end of this uh, equation where like folks like Todd who are just so tall, like that's yeah. you have to like lean over the game in a way that the rest of us don't, and that's mm-hmm. its own. Uh, Strain on your back. Yeah, you know? handicap in some ways at approaching these games. And I've seen um, them at events like the Northwest Pendle and Arcade Show where they have cameras above the machines on little, like, hanging, I don't know, setups. Mm-hmm. And he just walks, like, half the play field. Yeah, and, <laughs> like, I saw him one time go up to it, and it's basically, like, in his face, like, at his mouth. He's like, oh, hello, Seattle. That's funny. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> but, yeah, he kind of has to, like... You can't see when Todd's playing because there's no room for him to be. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so we got some folks that wrote in and talked to us about uh, Whitney and Alexa, actually. Just Whitney yeah. and Alexa. And then Travis actually chimed in on oh, Alexa's. Oh, good. To corroborate it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Good. Exactly. Um, yeah, Kayla asked folks on, on uh, Facebook earlier today to talk about uh, injuries that might stop you from playing pinball or... Um, you know injuries you got from pinball absolutely like i get pinball elbow do you know what i'm talking about when i say that tennis elbow but yeah yeah. it's just like poor form Mm -hmm. i know that it's my fault it's being overzealous and attacking the machine wrong and putting too much weight on your on your forearms exactly absolutely absolutely no i get that too and it sounds super silly but we all like everyone unless you're in the best shape of your life all have bad joints anyways Mm -hmm. so whatever um but yeah my friend phil baird he like has that same thing a lot he like it was actually bothering him to the point where he laid off for a bit last year. Oh, wow. Do you ever, like, just walk away from playing for a while, uh, for a few days, being like, my hand is miserable. Mm-hmm. Like, I've, I've definitely made my wrists unhappy. But, uh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, no worries. Um, and then some of those lockdown bars, the bevel on them are a lot oh, yeah. sharper than others. Absolutely. It's a true. machine can turn on you like that. Mm-hmm. Just like that. Um, well, Whitney uh, chimed in. Whitney Wizard Zizu. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is her legal name. Is it really? Mm-hmm. 
when oh. she got divorced, she changed it to that. Well, good good on you, Whitney. So awesome. Uh, <laughs> she said, carpal tunnel flare-ups make me unable to play for long durations. And that is very real. Yeah, um, totally real. And, uh, and I think that's a lot of, I'm, you know, kind of guessing, uh, I have talked to these people in person, but I think that's a lot of the reason why people like Julie Gray or Dave Stewart or several others wear wrist braces when they play because they play so much absolutely it makes sense like you know i've got a job and i've had jobs for years where i just sit at a computer like it, it wears on you and you know julie and dave and everybody else like we just get older and like mm-hmm. your wrists are not going to always want that rigidity yeah and where's the pinball ergonomics you know where's that yeah that's right where are funky shaped uh, lock bars like an ergonomic keyboard yeah or like the chair that Graham sits on here in the podcast room. It's yeah, very ergonomic. Yeah. It is pretty ergonomic, although like having to keep my legs splayed out right now makes mm-hmm. it seem a lot less so. Um, oh, so Alexa also chimed in about uh, carpal tunnel issues. Uh, she said she tied up her wrist in a bandana at uh, Northwest Pinball Championship this last year because it was really bad and she couldn't find a wrist brace. Mm. But she also told a story, which I'm going to read. <laughs> yes, please do. <laughs> um, and I'll just uh, I'll just read this verbatim. So It's good. This is if you know show, Alexa, Alexa, you'll hear it in her voice and it'll be hilarious. Also, because I'm a very exceptional pinball player, one time when I was playing Tron at Full Tilt Ballard, middle of the day, small children everywhere, I, I went to do a slap save, simultaneously delivering a mighty kick from my right foot to my own left ankle, <laughs> actually kicking my own legs out from underneath myself and landing flat on my ass on the floor. <laughs> Travis reported that he saw me one moment and the next I had disappeared. But there was still a ball bouncing on the flipper of Tron. <laughs> and Travis chimed in to say, you did save the ball, though. Sadly, it drained on you while you were on the floor. Oh, man. Pretty amazing. Yeah, super Thank good. Thank you so much, Alexa, for sharing that. <laughs> Wonderful. The, the best part is that it only happened once. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. If we're we're done. Check it off the list. Whatever. <laughs> um, I that have. Sounds so real. I've done the same. Yeah. I really have. Like I, have, I mean, <laughs> for right. a while it was like a secret between a couple of friends. Only one person saw it. Oh, thank God. But then, <laughs> yeah. Where were you at? What were you playing? I was uh, playing pinball at Flip Flip Ding Ding against mm-hmm. Christian Specials, mm-hmm. and I went to do a slap save and completely missed the pinball machine. So I did one <laughs> of those like whirling dervish twirls. Oh yes. <laughs> and just went whoop there's the floor and he's like oh god (laughs) so i didn't save the ball and Mm. i have found the floor and he's like i won't tell anyone i was like don't worry i will (laughs) so then um that same night a friend of mine was like i'm very nice to very so many people and i love everyone and i think they're great but how the hell did i get beat by this person i was Mm -hmm. like hey if it makes you feeling better i just fell on my ass (laughs) okay yes that makes you feel lots better (laughs) oh jeez yeah, only Chris Chan and the cameras of Flip Flip Ding Ding saw that one. Fantastic. Thank goodness. But that means you get you get to own the story. You get to yeah. be out ahead of it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I can uh, spin it any way I want to. Yeah. Um, you, you were uh, telling me about your friend Crystal as well. Yeah, Crystal, who is the co-captain of my pinball team, she, right before the beginning of last season, was at the gym and probably pushing it maybe too hard, I guess, but was walking to her car and tore her meniscus. And so it just is, it has been on crutches since. And she, the only, she would play every match that what didn't involve stairs. So mm-hmm. that was really great of her. And she still played on crutches and did a fantastic job. Um, there are a few times when it was just like, took a long, longer for her to get over to the game. 
or there was no stools for her to sit on while she did it. But she mostly stood and played, and she did fine. Awesome. So, like, shout out to Crystal for not letting, not being able to stand on your own and having (laughs) crutches underneath your arms while Mm -hmm. you play stop you. Thanks, Crystal. You're an inspiration to me right now. Graham can do it. Yeah. Um, Who else was I thinking of? Mm, Oh, so, like, Jesse gets migraines really bad, Mm. and I do too, and sometimes the lights are just not in your favor. Oh, absolutely. So that light sensitivity when you're dealing with a lot of head pain can cause you to just tap out for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, and then Nicole Hyatt. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Nicole broke her arm. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if it was her arm or her wrist. So Nicole, please let us know if you hear this or we see you soon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but she played in the Shorty's Annual and I remember her playing against someone that she and she beat them one handed on Medieval Madness. <laughs> Her arm in a sling and the other one, you know, flittering between both buttons. Ridiculous. Yeah. (laughs) Ridiculous. So cool. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, be careful out there when you're playing pinball or in real life and then transitioning into your pinball life. I mean, there's people like Jeff Rivera from the pinball podcast who that guy hurts himself probably every day. Hmm. They spent a good like ten minutes each episode, like recounting Jeff's his injuries. Maladies, yeah. yeah, his maladies. <laughs> so I hope you're doing well out there, Jeff. Uh, looking forward to your hundredth episode. Congratulations, you guys. Fantastic. Yeah, but what else do we got? Oh, so when I was in uh, at Indus, I talked to Maurizio and Robert, mm-hmm. and they told me like Maurizio was super sweet to say, next time I see you at SPL, which is starting up in just a couple weeks. Um, I think. October February 18th is the first match. Okay. So, so just about a month from now. Yeah. Getting getting ramped up for that. Um, he said, I've got a couple copies of the ESPN article. Uh, if you want your own physical copy. I said, that would be fantastic. Cool. Yeah. Thanks for saving me. Um, I did have a PDF version of it emailed to me from a, someone on Tilt Forums, mm. which is great. But it's nice to like have it in your hands for sure. Yeah. Um, and then he was telling me too that uh, HBO is optioning them for some piece about Robert where they would follow him around at like Papa or Pinburg and do a tournament piece kind of like wizard mode was, hmm. but for an HBO something. And then also that there are talks of uh, a Hollywood light, like story of Robert Gagnon uh, hmm. movie being produced. And they're t- already talking about people who could play Robert. And he's like, I was kind of hoping that he would just play himself. I'm like, well, <laughs> he's pretty good at that. Right. That's <laughs> true. Know? But yeah, so that's That'd that's cool. all exciting things for pinball and for Robert. For sure, no, that's that's really neat. Yeah, I, I like would it. love to uh, see a movie where like some of my friends were being played by Hollywood actors, even if they're like B or C list actors, yeah. you know, or themselves. Yeah, them. or themselves would be great. <laughs> but I think the idea of someone portraying you is like really funny. Oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Who would do you have a person in mind that would play you if you for were, me? Gosh, yeah. I don't know. I've, I've never I've thought about it. I've been asked this question and I have thought about it, and I still don't have a good answer. But uh... um, I don't know. What's Judd Apatow look like? Does that guy look like you? Uh, it's not terrible, but he's not like much of an actor himself. Okay. Hmm. Well, it's I mean, not, sorry, I don't even know what I'm thinking. You're clearly a Chris Pratt. I think. Yeah. Oh, I like it. I like it. I'll take it. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'll let Chris Pratt play, uh, play me. Uh, no, Judd Apatow and I really don't look like each other. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. That, that name's gets thrown around with things that I think Graham might be 
like enjoy. Well, I, I like the idea that maybe uh, my my story would be Judd Apatow esque. So yeah. <laughs> um, what's the what's the name of the lady, the Indian lady that was on the Office? Oh, uh, Mindy Kaling. I kind of relate to her a lot. I think she's pretty whimsical and silly. I like it. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. That's cool. That's a that's an interesting poll. <laughs> We were talking about the office a lot earlier, so that kind of reminds me of that. It's true. It's true. <clears throat> yeah. I'm going to try to get Kayla to watch the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. I might but first, I have to write. So. First, I have to watch Community. Oh, that's true. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm uh, giving her a list of shows that she needs to watch. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, let's see. We uh, also so SPL is starting up in mm-hmm. a month, and one of Nate Pinball's. Uh, yeah, that's starting on February sixth, I believe. Okay, is that a Monday? so we're we're in the official pinball off season right now. Yeah. At large. Mm-hmm. So February sixth is the preseason, and then February thirteenth is the main season kickoff. And there's two new teams added, so we're at twenty teams, which is crazy. <laughs> that means two hundred people on a Monday. That is pretty epic. Yeah, I had to um, hit the the listserv of people who emailed the website to look for teams because we're losing three people this season. And mm. um, so actually your friend, Andy, yeah, Yorito, Yorito, Yorito. Yeah. I uh, just cold called him today cool. and he decided to be on our team. I said, excellent. <laughs> you know, I looked people up on Facebook as the names came to me and I was like, one mutual friend, Graham Clem ringing endorsement. <laughs> well, I hope I hope Andy serves you well. Mm-hmm. And if he I, doesn't, I will let you know. Oh, please <laughs> do. We'll, we'll blow up his spot here on the Skillshot Pincast, right? <laughs> but no, that's how I got the Reconzas last time, Chelsea and Stefan, and they they've been fantastic too. Word. Um, so that's cool. Let's Excellent. see. Excellent. Anything else well, happening? I mean, hmm. we we got some mail over, oh, yeah. over the last uh, couple weeks, so that's been cool. Yeah. Um, the one I've got in front of me is from Gene. Oh yeah. Uh, he gave us his New Year's pin solution, uh, which is the same one he had last year, but failed at <laughs> successfully <laughs> use the Magna Save on World Cup Soccer. I don't feel like that's Gene's fault, though, because in He's... order to successfully use the Magna Save on World Cup Soccer, the the magnet is above the flipper. I know. That's where you're saving it. I know. There's no Grand Liz where you're like got outlaying magnets or Black Knight. Was, you're always thinking about the flipper when you're, you're not yeah. going to be thinking about the Magna Save. Mm-mm. I know. You just have to play it enough and finally be, have it hit your hit your thoughts at the right time. I don't know. I find it admirable. I don't think I've no, ever I think done it's it. A good co- <laughs> I think it's a good cause. Um, yeah. There is this incredible video um, that people shared in like you know some big tournament that people do well at. Mm. Um, of this, I don't even know who it was. It was one of those big guys. Anyways, they saved the ball with the magnet save like well after it should have been gone, and it just pulled the the ball like it gave it enough inertia to like get back over to the other flipper oh wow so that was the only time in probably my entire life that i've seen the magna save on World Cup soccer be beneficial i'm not saying that it's not i just don't think that it has a lot of value sure but gene i wish you well in your pin solution i think it's a fine one as do i as do i godspeed sir and keep us posted mm-hmm. um evan mcbride evan wrote into us to tell us about uh the 100 game challenge he and adam yeah. started 
more friends of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's pretty excited uh, or pretty exciting. Wow, I'm okay. excited. I'm excited <laughs> about how exciting it is. And uh, it was you a know, tight match. She said too. Yeah, they finished it up. Uh, forty six, forty eight. Uh, the final score overall was fifty one to forty nine. So oh. super close. Um, they uh, Adam had a lead of six games at one point, and Evan had a lead of seven games, which is a Pretty, yeah, that's a lot of swing. There's a lot of drama. They they're clearly very well matched together. So that's yeah. that's really cool. Um, they started at Hooverville on Tron and they ended at Eight Bit on Tron. That's, that's so sweet. Yeah, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't even remember what game we started on. No, neither can I. No idea. <laughs> it wasn't uh, RoboCop. I'll tell you that. <laughs> no, it definitely wasn't RoboCop. Um, and they said they were starting another hundred that night, so they're they're already in the thick of their next one. Oh my so. gosh. That's really cool. Thanks, guys, for sharing. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, I got some nice well wishing. Thank you, Lucas, for writing in and wishing me well after taking a spill. I really appreciated that. Mm-hmm. Um, our, our friends out in Vermont have been chatting with us. You were uh, you were chatting oh, with yeah, us. Yeah. So you want to take that? Was that Steve is his name? I think so. Yeah. He doesn't sign off his email, but oh, I think yeah. it's Steve Vermont or I don't know. Anyways, yeah, he wrote in to let us know the first stackable multi-ball game, which would be Whirlwind, mm-hmm. which I was not going to guess that. That was like nowhere near the back of my mind to think that Whirlwind was the first. So that was really cool to find out. 1990 game um, says that you can stack quick multi-ball with the regular multi-ball if you hit it in just the right sequence. And... That's all I've got from memory. I think you have, do you have the sequence up there where it's like lock two balls? Yes. And then you start quick multi-ball and then you get your third lock. Is that how it goes? Yeah, it says one, lock two balls for regular multi-ball. Two, light quick multi-ball with a seller award. Looping right ramps to enable quick multi-ball at the top drop target will not be available even if you're going on your second or later regular multi, multi-ball that requires starting at, yeah, at the left side ramp. Sorry. No worries. Three, start quick multi-ball onto the right ramp. Four, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Both multi balls will be running. Great. I like that he's got a four for that. Set. Yeah. <laughs> four. Hey, nice work. You yeah. did it. Complete. <laughs> it's happening right now. Congrats. Um, mm. And uh, he also gave us a nice report, uh, Vermont Pinball Report. Oh, yeah. Uh, I did see that. Yeah. He says we have uh, 44 uh, Vermont. Ian's Vermonters, I don't know, Vermont people, he Vermont says, um, in our New England pinball chapter for the league that just started tonight. Awesome. Excellent. Uh, that's a new record. And that was uh, January 9th when he wrote into us. That's a new record for us and includes a handful of new players. Uh, latest machine editions are at pinballcoop.com, uh, Surf and Safari, Demolition Man, Super Nice Iron Man. Uh, anyway, sounds like a good yeah. old time. Uh, regular league nights, Mondays, Wednesdays, Tuesdays, repair night, Fridays, fun night. Hell yeah. I so, like Fridays too. Yeah, Fridays are awesome. So anyway, yeah, it sounds like a great time going on out there. It's mm-hmm. uh, good to know that our friends are alive and well out in New England and in Vermont specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, we've had some uh, oh. interesting talk about uh, the stats issue oh, yeah, and, go uh, for that. and, and IFPA data else. access. Andreas uh, wrote into us. Uh, yeah, Hugstrup mm-hmm. Peterson. Andreas mm-hmm. Hugstrup Peterson uh, He's wrote so into nice. us. Yeah, he was a real sweet guy mm-hmm. and uh, pointed us out to uh, some uh, automated, uh, some API. Uh, Things that Graham and I's brain do not understand. Yeah, so we'd like to share it with you guys. Uh, yeah. our, our friend Ken uh, has been talking about doing something with it. So Ken Redberg's going to 
work on that. Thanks, Ken. And uh, if anybody else wants a handle of that data, feel in, uh, feel free to write into us at skillshotpincast at gmail.com. We'll share that link with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're really excited to see what Ken does and what everybody else can do. Like, that was a really fun episode for us, and we like that you guys responded to it. Yeah. Um, to, like, write on the coattails of that comment, um, we did get a message from Jose Chong. I forget how it was last name. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's Jose Chong, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean. The one player from Mexico. <laughs> so after that episode drops, shortly after, I got a text from my friend Phil in D.C. And he says, oh, the guy that you guys talked about from Mexico is in the D.C. League. Hmm. I said, no way. I was like, let him know that we talked about him if he doesn't listen. And then, like, within a day or two, he sent a Facebook message to the podcast, which is great. That is pretty fantastic. And he told us some interesting things about... Uh, Mexico City law and Mexico law in general. Yeah, and unfortunately, I'd kind of caught a little bit of that. Uh, that how you know, Mex- how how pinball is basically illegal in a yeah. lot of Mexico. Um, so most of the machines are private. There are a couple exceptions here and there, uh, for sure. But they try to crack down on it. It's kind of the same moral as gambling. Or yeah. yeah, yeah. It's the same uh, moralistic fever that uh, that we had going on in the mid twentieth centuries. Uh, yeah, here. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I'd yeah, if like you're, to see that if, change. If you're uh, looking for more information about what that was like, listen to our podcast with Danny. Oh, yes. Episode that was, 41. Yeah, episode, yes, 40 or 41, yeah. And uh, that, that's a fantastic episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pinball we, Prohibition episode. Mm-hmm. We don't get into international law, per se. Um, but it, <laughs> you know, you it's can, just a precedent at the very yeah, least. Yeah, it's a veneer that you can apply onto other things. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. It was episode 40, The Untiltables. Okay, nice. Yes. Um, he was fantastic, too. But I was so delighted to see that Jose was uh, that wrote into us. And he gave you one recommendation of like the one place in Mexico City. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And I had... Uh, heard of that heard tell of that place elsewhere online when i was doing my mexico pinball deep dive uh, uh-huh. a couple months ago but uh it was nice to have another recommendation for that too so thank you jose for writing into us as well um, he does precurse it with that it's a little sketchy of a neighborhood you know but, i'll, I'll so, roll with the bunches if, uh-huh. if it's the only place i can play pinball in mexico city hey and that might actually make you tough if that's, you're a pinball player that's true that's maybe true. your nerd will like get, get you a pinball clout. tat sleeve which you've mm-hmm. already got going and i've I got a couple yeah yeah I mean, it's yeah, it's not full pinball. That's intense. I wonder if mm-hmm. anybody has a full pinball tat sleeve. Um, Austin Arlett, that's a Seattle player, has centigrade thirty-seven, like all down his uh, upper arm. And it's gorgeous artwork. His tat- and the tattoo looks great. I'd like to see that sometime. Um, also, our friend Jared wrote into us. We're oh, we're yeah. planning something really cool in a couple months, and mm-hmm. you know, we'll probably tell you guys about it. So, um, you know, we like meeting you guys, hanging out, and uh, maybe we'll do that again shortly. So yeah. stay tuned. That would be lovely. Yeah, and thanks, Jared, for. For mm-hmm. having fun with us. Yeah, I went out with I think I may have mentioned it on another podcast, but I went with, out with him and another guy that he knew from Twitch watching pinball, and we hit up Flip Flip and 8-Bit, and it was a lot of fun. So that was great. Awesome. Um, Jack Danger is coming to Seattle at some point, too. He does the Dead Flip Twitch pinball stream. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's guy. probably the most you know uh, popular and followed person that streams pinball regularly mm-hmm. so maybe we can get him in here to talk and he That'd also does the tilt through podcast with zoe and, and bowen or oh. bowie and zoe as he says sometimes mm-hmm. oh that'd be great yeah mm-hmm. we should uh we should see if we can make that happen i like it cool um i i think that pretty much taps out our uh mailbag and i don't know what i don't have anything else on my head Do i you? don't either um well, I guess we can wrap it up. Yeah. New uh, latest issue of Razor Cake 
number 95 has my uh, interview with my friend's band success in there and it's fantastic it also has a book review that i wrote for of the guy who punched danzig in the face in 2004 <laughs> that guy wrote a really terrible book and i let him know so <laughs> it's it's worth a laugh if anything else um, and then 95 is out and our friend Chris Terry just did this excellent piece that I'm looking forward to reading about one punk's guide to hip hop. And I can't wait to see that. Um, but, oh, and then I'm interviewing crusades for new noise magazine, which I'm super excited about. Um, their new records coming out. That's about all for my music side. And then new skill shot soon. Yep. New skill shot coming out uh, shortly. If you're listening to this episode, there's a decent chance that there's a folding party that night or the night after, if you're mm -hmm. a Seattle listener, uh, that jumps right on it. So check our Facebook page, Skillshot, uh, to figure out what's going on where. Um, like us there. Like uh, Skillshot Pincast as well. Um, you can even give us a mediocre review because we haven't had any reviews lately. Absolutely. We Just would love the one stars. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Don't like the language? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, but the rest of you, if you could uh, rate us and review us on iTunes or anywhere else that uh, podcasts are critiqued, mm -hmm. um, please subscribe to us at your uh, preferred location, whether it be SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, or Overcast, or something else entirely. Yeah. Um, we appreciate it. Tell us, uh, tell a friend about this that likes podcasts and likes pinball and, you know, maybe hopefully likes the two of us. Mm -hmm. um, oh, our friend Jordan Semro just put his podcast out yeah. too with his dad. It's called The Wise Guy. I have yet to listen to it. He just reminded me today that I have forgotten. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to checking that out. Yeah, but you guys should... Uh, actually, The Wise Guys. That's gotcha. a With, with a Wait, wait. I'm sorry. Nope. That's the wrong one. I just did a search online and that oh. came up and I'm like, oh, wait. It's this one. Nope. Look at this them. guy. He's trying to be a wise guy over here. Sorry. Yeah. I was trying to be helpful and I failed it's so okay. hard. Um, um. I think it's just... Yeah, it's w -I -Z -E. just the wise guy. Yeah, it's just mm -hmm. the wise guy. You're right. Yeah. All right. Sorry, Jordan. I only remember because I looked it up today. Yeah. <laughs> so My I'm sorry bad. I missed out on it. I'm looking forward to looking at or listening. Yes. You guys should all check it out. Yes, the wise guy, W-I-Z-E guy. That sounds like a call sign for a West Coast uh, radio. W-I-Z-E. Giving you all the latest tunes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Top hits from today. And yesterday. Graham's got a way better radio <laughs> voice than I do. I just, can't, I just can't be fake. I can't do it. Hey, all you kids and cats. <laughs> oh, my God. That's my, that's my call Your sign. Your face changed, you, too. Hey, <laughs> all you kids and cats. Yeah, it's true. My, yeah. my eyes get more confident and sleepy <laughs> when I talk like that. Oh, boy. All you kids and cats, listen in um, and like us on places and follow us on Twitter at Skillshot and donate to our Patreon and write into us at SkillshotPincast at gmail.com. Yeah. We love hearing from you guys. We, we heard from a lot of you over the last couple of weeks. That was, that was awesome. awesome. Keep that up. We love it. It's and great. also go watch uh, O.J. Simpson's Made in America because it's fantastic. Mm. And if you like it, you can write to me and talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> I like it. Because it's really good. <laughs> All right. Uh, you got anything else? Nope. All right. Me neither. Talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.